welcome to Ana Conversations with Myanmar. If you'd like to add your voice to the conversation here at Ana, please reach out to us through any of our social media platforms or you can email us directly. This conversation features Nguyen Min, a student and artist from Myanmar. Nguyen Min recently won an art-based competition run by Ku and Candles to promote the elimination of violence against women. Here, Claire from Ku and Canvas introduces the competition and the winning artwork, while Nguyen Min talks about his motivation behind his piece, the message he intends to send through his art, why he believes men need to speak up about violence against women, and the important role art is playing in Myanmar's revolution. For more information about Coup and Canvas, you can listen to Season 2, Episode 4, featuring Abby. Let's start the conversation. Welcome, Claire and Luin Min, to Anna Podcast. And Claire is from Coup and Canvas, and we previously had Abby on our previous episode to talk about the initiative. And recently, they launched a fantastic competition and Lewin Min was the winner of that competition and as part of his prize, he is appearing on this podcast today and Claire is going to tell us a little bit about Coon Canvas and the competition. So Claire, if you want to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the competition. Yeah, great. So thank you, Susan, and thanks for having us today. So as Susan said, I'm, my name is Claire um, and I work closely with Abby and the whole team to, you know, start Coon Canvas. So how I met Abby actually uh, is, well, through the initiative that she started, Queen Canvas was initially just a campaign calling artists to submit their art. And then um, I reached out to her because I thought it was such a great idea. And we talked a bit more and, and decided to make it into an organization where this would continue and uh, where we'd work with Myanmar artists to promote their art, but also to make cool products out of it. Like the first product line we had was tote bags and postcards with itchy fingers and selling those products in Myanmar, uh, in Thailand and internationally and giving back profits to support the people of Myanmar fighting the revolution. So yeah, that's a bit background about Ku and Canvas. And uh, you can listen to Abby's podcast where she talked more about Ku and Canvas specifically. Uh, that's great, Claire. And thanks so much uh, for introducing us. And we can't recommend Ku and Canvas enough. We're huge fans. And um, I just really encourage people to listen to Abby's episode and check out their stunning designs because they're just fabulous. So can you tell us a little bit, Claire, about this competition that you launched to highlight the elimination of violence against women and just explain a little bit about the motivation behind that before we, we speak to the winner? Sure. Yeah, so the campaign, uh, Elimination of Violence Against Women, came around the same day, actually, as November 25th was a world day for elimination of violence against women. And it was a idea, to be honest, like led by Abby and, and the team to, you know, talk about, yeah, violences that are made against women, but, you know, to talk about also beyond physical violence. So in Myanmar, I'm not uh, from Myanmar. I was living there, you know, uh, before the coup and everything. And violence against women can be much more than physical. You know, it's also the way that women are treated and things that are said about women or not women having more difficulties accessing certain positions or doing certain things. And in Myanmar, it's a multi-layered um, issue. You know, I was listening to another podcast where, uh, well, as we saw in the during the coup, um, there's a lot of women who were leading the 
the protests. And I had listened to another podcast where a Myanmar woman shared that even though they were at the front line and leading a lot of the protests, they still felt that, you know, the men were like trying to protect them and because they're women. And so, yeah, I think uh, that's where, you know, it came from to discuss a bit more about violence against women and this multi-layer of uh, different types of violence that women experience. So a campaign was launched in the end of the last two weeks of November, calling for artists to submit a piece that, you know, discussed elimination of violence against women. And so there's a couple of people who submitted their art. And so the, the work of Luin Min was chosen, you know, and it's quite interesting because it's a male artist. So the team of Queen Canvas thought that, you know, it's really important for male also to be part of the discussion. And the piece that was chosen, it really represents, um, I guess he'll talk more in detail about his piece. And we're looking forward to that. But just, you know, the reason why it was chosen is because it represents a woman for once as, you know, vulnerable and, and that's okay. It's a, you know, male looking at, you know, the vulnerability of a woman and telling us that, you know, he listens to us and he sees that we experience this type of violence and to not lose hope. And we often see like empowerment of women and women being really strong, portrayed as really strong. And, you know, we have to recognize that also we have our vulnerabilities and violence exists and we can talk about it and we need to address this issue. And also, of course, the art style uh, was really something that we, we liked. So, yeah, I think that's a bit about the campaign and the reason why this piece specifically was the winner of the competition. So, thanks. Thanks so much, Claire. And yeah, like, I mean, it's a stunning picture and a worthy winner for sure. Um, so we'll introduce our winner, uh, Luin Min. And thank you for coming and talking to us, Lin Min. And would you mind just introducing yourself a little bit and uh, telling us a bit about who you are? Hello, my name is Lin Min and people call me Nino. Yeah. And I'm an artist and a student and I'm 26 years old. And yeah, nice to meet you. <laughs> Thanks, uh, Lin Min, for joining us. And we really appreciate it. And um, as you say, you're an artist and a student. Can you tell us a little bit about what motivated you to enter the competition? It's like a tradition that Myanmar men leaves the household and women should not speak much. And when I think about it today, that I wonder whether this was the reason my father hardly consulted my mother on decisions related to the house. Maybe this was the reason. Every day I went, when I went home, I saw the silence that governed the life of my mother. So I used to wonder if her silence was also because of me. Uh, why she never complained, but I also took her silence as acceptance of brutality that she had to face. And maybe women never talk about violence because men never listen to them. So, but I asked myself that, and am I kind of person who will remain quiet? Was it right to sit idle when my mother silently cried within? Was it right for an educated person like me to blindly follow the school of thought that women should never be a part of the decision making process in society? Yeah. I pondered this thought and that's when I decided that no matter what I was going to work for the rights and empowerment of women and I thought arts and I was going to give them a voice. That's why I entered this competition. What message did you want people to get from this particular piece of art? Created this artwork to ease the grief or distress of female victims who have come to feel helpless and passive in the face of ill treatment. And from this artwork, I want to give hopeful thought, time for healing, regain the strength and 
most importantly, like never give up on your life or even in your darkest time. And always remember that you deserve love and happiness. Yeah, so basically, I want to give hope and a warm hug from this aqua to the women that have been a victims for. As a male, why do you think it's important for Myanmar men to speak up about violence against women? The main thing is violence against women could only be achieved if men also thought it to be their issues. I'm also a man and men are usually the ones responsible for domestic violence. I cannot dispute the data, but I believe that if men can be the origin of violence, they are also responsible to fight so we can end this collectively. Yeah. Obviously, the military has this long history of violence against women. And obviously, since the coup, we're seeing this more and more all the time in the news and these horrific stories of violence and rape against women. Do you think this this new movement, this spring revolution, is is a chance to bring this issue into people's minds? Are people becoming more aware of it? Uh, is it an important conversation that needs to be had in Myanmar? It's not just about physical violence that has been brought into the light, right? Um, Myanmar has a long history of physical violence. What people don't see is that their issue is multi-layered, and there are many aspects on this violence against women spectrum. There are so many physically and emotionally harmful cultural and social norms in Burmer community that has been normalized and accepted, some of which may encourage domestic violence and misogyny in the mind of Myanmar. People tend to make people think beating your wife is okay, like not letting your wife, your daughter have a voice is okay. Like there are so many branches of military oppressions like agenda and during coup, people are finally speaking up about it. So. Yeah, Myanmar has a long history of of speaking up for women, and, and we actually just recorded an episode last week with Susanna Lalaso, who is the Minister for Women's Rights and Children in Myanmar, and we actually touched on this very topic. And she has long been fighting for women's rights, but and um, one of the things that is becoming apparent that the coup this time is is not just calling for an end to this patriarchal military, but it's also fighting for gender equality. How important is that going to be in Myanmar's future, this disequality? It has been made to believe that the existence of women itself, the mere existence makes the woman inferior to men. Myanmar women are very smart and fierce, yet it's like a Stockholm syndrome where you're made to be meek and contented with what you are given and be oblivious about the power in your own voice. The harm in not knowing, like no one speak up, mothers teach daughters misogynized, and grandma teach granddaughters that the males are superior and there is surface called golden land of Myanmar. Then there is a whole oppressive mechanism systemized and taught for decades through educational institutes and through religion. And with all those finally being contemplated, Myanmar has bright future where we are progressive, not just economically, but politically and socially. And never in a history had a fight against sexism and racism has been this powerful, yeah. Louis Min, do you think that art has an important role to play in the current revolution? Yeah, yeah, I, I believe that art has an important part to play in the current revolution in Yamba because picture speaks when wars don't. Art can debug a thousand of words, emotions, events, and feelings in a single piece, so... Why do we draw artworks when we protect? Because art speaks when we can't. It's the amplifier of our grief, 
fear and terror we face here in Myanmar. So yeah, this is the fundamental role on how artists play a role in the revolution. We are amplifiers and storytellers. And we narrate the oppression of, of people faced through our arts. But blessed artworks will remain as relics of our struggle for freedom, is symbolic and expressive. How has your own life been affected since the coup in February last year? It's not just me, it's affected like the lives of Myanmar youth overall. Yeah, we were robbed of our potentials and opportunities and some of our friends, their lives. Yeah, this is terrifying how the futures of our students are bleak. And if we fail, we fall down the deepest, darkest road of no return. So it will take all the progress we had back to square one. I just wanted to ask you, Luin Min, where did you learn art or where did you where did you become like an artist? How did that happen? Because, you know, it's not really a career in Myanmar that parents would be pushing their their children towards. So what, what drew you to art and, and when did you start developing that side of your creativity? Yeah, I think art naturally comes to me. Like when I first start writing a cycle, then like cycle and do stupid things on paper and that's the time that I start doing art <laughs> yeah and I start loving it and when I'm about like 15 yeah I really started learning art from like books movies and animations and stuff so it's just naturally come to me yeah is this a career you want in the future would you like to to be an artist is that your goal or your dream in Myanmar like artists don't pay much <laughs> so and um, you have to have a backup career if you want to have a stable income i'm doing in uiux right now so it's also related to art and design so uh, you have to have a backup career if you want to then stay as an artist in myanmar it's okay so if you are an artist like and you can do so many things that are related to art career like and I do graphic designs, I do UI UX designs and stuff. So, yeah. Are you going to continue as long as the revolution continues to make art and to use that as a way of protesting the military takeover of power? Yes, of course. I'm currently still doing arts for us to help spread awareness and support Myanmar and selling arts to support Myanmar and doing fundraising. So I will keep doing art. Yeah. And Lewin Min, can I ask you, as a male uh, in Myanmar, a, lo a lot of guys that I know kind of feel guilty for not becoming PDFs or not joining the resistance movement. And there's maybe a, a pressure as a young male to do that. How do you feel about that? Because obviously you're using your talents to help the revolution in your own way. Do you feel a, a guilt or do you feel an expectation as a guy that you should join the resistance? Actually, I want to try if I have a chance. Not everyone is feeling guilty, I guess. Like people are doing their best and the best they can do to support them. And like, I'm also doing what I can with my talents. So. And Lewin Min, I guess the final thing I just wanted to ask you is, do you have any message? Like this is your opportunity to use your voice. Is there anything you'd like to get out there and say to the world or to anybody or any kind of? Last words. Yeah, I think young people are driving force for change and we can use our knowledge and power and passion to challenge the negative attitudes, norms, 
and behavior that can lead to violence and break the silence about violence against women, not even women, like for every people, like promoting a culture of respect. And it's also critically involves like partnering with men and boys to build this culture to help eliminate the gender stereotypes. That's really great. And I don't know, Claire, if you wanted to come back in with a final message or anything, having listened to that or... Yeah, maybe just a few words. You know, I think as a woman, you know, I think we can feel also like the piece of uh, Lun Min. Um, and I hope that everyone who's listening goes and, and checks out his really amazing artwork. But I was saying his, you know, his piece is really something that um, as a woman we can relate to. And it, it feels nice actually to see like a artwork from a man, you know, that talks about our experiences and, and that, you know, tries to like support us. And I think that, you know, men are important part of the discussion in terms of, you know, like supporting women and in, in having the same rights and, and helping us in this fight of eliminating violence against against us. So yeah, I think it's it's great that we had a male artist who made such a nice piece and for supporting women also. So Yeah, I yeah. I think that violence against women could only be achieved like if men also thought it would be their issues. Like through my work, I was representing my mother, my sister, and even for my daughter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's super important. And I, I think you can just picking up what you said earlier, Claire, as well. Like, I mean, the idea of the artwork and showing a woman as vulnerable. And I think that is important because sometimes we feel this pressure to be strong women and not to show our vulnerability, our emotional side, especially at times like this. But, uh, I think that empathy and that vulnerability is is what makes women so great. So uh, it's really great that you're highlighting that, the women as well. But yeah, um, thank you all so much for your time. And what you're doing is great. And the power of art is so important. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. So look, have a great day. And thanks so much for your time. And uh, keep doing your amazing work. You're doing great. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Arnar Podcast. You can follow us on all major social media platforms. It's at Arnar Podcast, spelled A-H-N-A-H. Please like, follow and subscribe. Myanmar remains in our hearts and thoughts. We have not forgotten you. Let's keep the conversation going.